Hi, I'm Brand, and I love Hallmark movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark movies. I'm Ashley, and sometimes I'm lucky enough to be in a Hallmark movie. And this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host his podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Oh my gosh, you know, it feels good today. Every, every time we have someone new on the show, I always watch their faces during the intro. Oh, I try not to. to so they, to as they, as like waves crash over them as what they've gotten their, themselves into. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then if they're still here after the theme song, it's typically a good hour, Brand. Yeah, yeah. It's typically a good hour. And <laughs> Ashley's still here, so I feel Stuck pretty good about us. it. Still here. Stuck with us. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to the podcast. Process. Hi, thank you for having me. This is very exciting. <laughs> I feel like we haven't talked to someone like really like new to us in That's a long right. time. This yes. Very exciting. This is our first new one in a while. the holiday season happened and then we That's caught right. up with I'll a couple gentle. people. This is, this is We'll do this the best we can. No, and you said you're a big fan of the show, Ashley. What's your favorite episode again? I'm sorry. Oh, I, come I, on. No, 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 no. She's not. Guys, guys, guys. Let Ashley's great. That. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I got to do some homework. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, you do not. You really don't. <laughs> Ashley, this is exciting for us. We've seen you in quite a few movies at this point. You have one coming up this weekend, which we will touch on. But I want to go, um, I was going to say way back, but just back. You know, I, way back makes it sound like you're really old. Come on, I don't want to do that. What are I don't we doing do right now? Uh, let's go back to childhood. I want to hear kind of how you grew up, where you grew up, and kind of what was your first uh, thing that got you interested in acting to begin with? Ooh, um, okay. So that would take us way back to... Um, when I started talking, my mom talks a lot. Um, God love her. And I could talk when I was nine months. Uh, wow. Because she would just talk to me constantly. Oh, you yeah. can say what, words what you when saying? you were nine months old? Oh, yeah. I could um, I could say, uh, I don't know. what I, I know I could say French fry, which is kind of concerning. But I could also <laughs> well, tell you what all the different animals would say. And um, then I became obsessed with The Wizard of Oz. And yeah. I think I was like two or three at the time. Um, anyway, as the years progressed, I started to demand that my mother participate with me in uh, reenacting various yeah. scenes of the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And if I called her by a scarecrow, she needed to respond back to me in character or NEM. She would have to switch and do the same. So that kept happening. And then I were you always Dorothy or did you movie. have range as well? Oh, I had range. Sometimes yeah. I wanted to be the lion or my mom once for Halloween actually dressed me up like a lion and I uh, sat there for like a full face of makeup. And then when she took me to the Halloween party, I didn't talk to any of the kids. I would only growl at them uh, because I was in character. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I was feeling method. it. You're a method. method actor. <laughs> yeah. Now, it sounds like your mom's pretty special to not only like That's indulge amazing. this like, like fascination with acting, but to consistently play along. Like I got twin boys and I love them dearly, uh -huh. but always playing along with that that is that's special that's really cool that she would continue to do that right oh yeah yeah she's amazing for that yeah absolutely where were you where were you growing up where'd you grow up so i grew up in cambridge ontario in canada um born in rhode island but we moved when i was three so um yeah i grew up in canada okay so what was your first like actual like experience acting was it in like a school play or something where you got to like like pretend with not just your mom on characters 
the my first experience was probably I did a couple commercials when I was younger, but then my first speaking role was when I played um, Alice in Wonderland in an episode of a kids show called The Zach Files, and I think I was like eleven at the time, and I loved it. I was I was passionate about it from the beginning really. And it was like this Charles Dickens, like old school Alice in Wonderland. I got to do a British accent. I was very excited. Wow. I wow. I love so it. did you take any <laughs> classes as a kid or did you just go straight from growling at people at parties to <laughs> having the natural progression? You growling to That's right. Yeah. Um, I, I've taken some classes here and there. Yeah. I, um, I did, I think it was called uh, Equity Theater, uh, some classes in, out of Toronto. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, I was lucky enough. After the Zach Files, I did a couple other shows out of Toronto, and it just kind of spiraled from there. So what was the gig where you booked a gig and you went, this is it, like as an adult or maybe like a teenager, 17, 18, 19, that you were like, I'm really going to do this for a career. Like I'm an actor. Like what was that? What gig was that? Um, I don't think that really came from a gig so much as it did. Uh, my parents actually being as supportive as they are kind of instilled that in me. And they helped me to realize that being an actor is auditioning and it's not always about booking the role. So I had that kind of in my head, but I think, um, one of the book, one of the roles that I landed that I think changed a lot for me was when I booked a show called, uh, privileged, which was on the CW 14 years ago. Um, and that's what led me to then move to Los Angeles and, um, enter that world. So Game changer. that was probably the role. We have yeah. a producer, uh, Aaron, and she says that I never saw privilege, but she said privilege was gone too soon. Canceled too soon. Gone too oh, soon. And I'm still you. upset about it. So you got a privilege <laughs> thing in the house. That's really saying oh, something because the, the flash is still going on. Yeah. Somehow. somehow so let's, let's try to even, let's even a hundred. We can't get another season of privilege. Gosh, like what are we doing? I know. Hold on. I know. I, I, I really quickly want to touch on you being student number two and get a clue. Now, this is a movie that <laughs> I don't think most oh, people will care about. But as somebody who grew up loving Disney Channel original movies, I don't know what you're talking and about. And get right a now. clue being one of my t probably top five, definitely top five, maybe top three Disney Channel original movies of all time. I'm just yeah. jealous that you that that you were student number two. This was big. a big deal. Student number two, opposite Lindsay Lohan. Opposite Lindsay Lohan, Dan. She was in Lindsay, the Lindsay Lohan joint. Yeah. Wow. Get a Listen, clue. That movie, I was obviously enamored with Lindsay Lohan. But right. for me, what was crazy about that was, um, so when The Little Rascals came out, the one with yep. like Bug Hall, yep. I was obsessed. I had the biggest crush on Bug Hall, <laughs> so much so that I remember like trying to find his number in the phone book. Okay. Talk about it. Wow. Um, All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my parents were like, okay, you're not going to find his number in the phone book. Um, cause he <laughs> lives in the States and also like, this is not how that works. And you got to look up his um, parents name too. So you just, it's extra, extra yeah. steps there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, yeah, I had this massive crush on him and then that was my first movie, um, was get a clue. And when and he's obviously in that movie, right. so meeting him was, uh, that was a wild experience for me. And it also weird that the first movie I did had, uh, one of my biggest childhood crushes in it. So how did you that handle was, that meeting? Like when you met him, like, how'd that go? I, 
oh, I blushed and probably <laughs> shut down and had a panic attack and tried to act cool. <laughs> but what's he doing and, now? Uh, yeah. What's he doing I, now? I wouldn't Google him if uh, <laughs> if you want to keep question. that. If you want to keep the I have Googled Bug Hall recently, and I would just advise you would just Googling it. Yeah. Wow. You would advise it's just, you, go down a ra- you go down a bit of a rabbit trail. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay. Like, well, now uh, I'm going to definitely Google Bug Hall. There's no way. But listen, okay, Dan. Write that down. Dan. <laughs> Ashley is also <laughs> all in on Googling. Al- Alfalfa. Yeah. Lindsay on. Lohan. A Disney Channel maybe murder mystery? Ashley Newbro is student number two. Student number two? <laughs> Before you got privileged, you were also in a show called Rent a Goalie. What is that? Oh, that was a really funny show. Um, it was on Showcase. Very Canadian. Yeah. Um, it, it's a. Uh, all those guys are absolutely, absolutely hilarious. Their improv skills were so quick and um, hysterical. A lot of the times the funniest takes never made it to air because people would laugh and couldn't put oh, yeah? it together. Um, but yes, probably uh, the most Canadian a show could get. <laughs> um, but uh, it was about a bunch of hockey players and I played a hockey player, um, which is interesting because I can barely skate uh wow you're not very you don't sound canadian and you can't skate ashley man the canadian i'm not I, a very good canadian i think you're american i think you're american i think you are, I think you are. well i'm both yeah that's right um, dual that's right dual citizenship yeah that's mm-hmm. right but so, i should really brush on my skating skills so you get you should because i mean those can there's a test right every year i don't know uh, so every year you have to go you <laughs> they do, do like a triple sow cow and like a double toe loop and they're like yes and you can chug s- some maple syrup that's right and, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You can pick still, your favorite bacon yeah go to tim hortons blindly pick the take the donut i don't know it's a whole thing <laughs> anyway so you get privileged and that that sends you to la can you tell me if you're comfortable a memorably bad audition, like one where you went in and then you were just like for a show you wanted or something you wanted and you were like, man, I, this is why I've got to go to more auditions. Like, could, could you, do you have a, a memorable one that sticks out? A memorable one that sticks out. Um, one that sticks out was, uh, <laughs> uh, I auditioned for one role to play. I was playing a part or um, to be part of a girl group that sang and, and danced. And I was so nervous about the singing part. I grew up dancing. So I was like, I'm dancing. I got, but the singing, I was really nervous. So I like practiced a bunch and uh, saw a coach and everything. And then I remember doing the audition and I nailed the singing part. And then they're like, okay, now let's see your dance. And because I thought I had the dance, I didn't really practice it. Uh... So I completely dropped oh, the ball. No. I like blanked. I couldn't remember it. And I was like, I heard my like, heart pounding in my chest and they're all staying there. I was like, Oh my God. Okay. I think I need to just start over. Cause like the music was off and I couldn't get the timing and I completely bombed the, the dance portion of the audition. And I was just, she just so went, went into the Carlton. The <laughs> <laughs> was that for like an actual, <laughs> actual girl group that would like tour and stuff? Or, or was, was that for like a, a show, TV show about, about a girl group? Um, it was, uh, was it a movie? Of the week? I think it was a series of movies of the week about a girl group. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, tough. opportunity there. Yeah. Yeah. Did, when um, doing all this stuff in Canada, lots of stuff like such as rent a goalie, of course, um, was there, when did you ever think about going to LA? Was there ever that pull to you to like move there and like pursue it? Or did you do that? I don't know. Um, or was it, you know what? Canada's got a lot of opportunities. And so I'm just going to, this is, this is home for me. 
Um, I, I went there when I was 18 with my mom to, um, I took some meetings there, uh, met with some agents and managers, um, and it was very exciting and, and I loved the, the feel of it. My mom, again, was protective and smart enough not to allow me to move there, uh, on my own yet. Um, which I'm grateful for because if I were to advise anybody in, within the industry, I would say, hold off on LA if you're still a teenager. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I, the draw was definitely there. I was very excited about it and, um, I knew it would happen eventually, but not when I was 18. (laughs) What did your parents do for a living? It just seems like they were so like, we talked to a lot of people on this show that, that their parents like were like, you need to go get a real job or blah, blah, blah. And like, didn't, you know, it sounds like your parents were so incredibly supportive of this dream of yours. What did they do for a living? And like, what was their background? So my mom, uh, was a stay at home super mom. There's four of us. So she had her hands full. Um, and then my dad, um, while I was growing up, worked for Sleeman um, Beer. It was a beer company, and right. he was um, VP of sales and marketing. Wow. So I had okay. a lot of house parties. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. <laughs> really quickly, I'm just now seeing, and if you're watching on Philo, uh, you can see this couch next to you that is like the back of a... Oh, yeah. What is, is this? Back of is the back, back, back of a car? It's yeah. been turned into a couch. <laughs> yeah, that was actually my first purchase after I um, I booked a pilot called The Coven, um, shot in Toronto, uh-huh. um, directed by David Wu. It was too scary for the network. That's why it didn't get picked up. Um, and uh, I was so excited to. This was my uh, the thing I had to have for my bedroom was uh, this like Cadillac couch. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is you still got it yeah i love it i do like that a lot collector's item do you, you let me ask you this you did a lot of tv and then we're going to talk about hallmark and movies of the week but do you have a preference on that do you prefer serialized television your character keeps morphing and changing an arc or do you prefer this one arc in an 85 minutes movie where you know your where your character is going to end up and how you kind of play it to get it there like which do you prefer as an actor Ooh. Um, both have, both have their perks. Um, I think the amazing thing about being a part of a show is you get to develop a sense of family and, um, consistency and security and all that. And, and you do really feel like you're part of a family and and it's amazing. You get to explore different avenues of your character and, uh, really sink into it, which is nice. Whereas with the movies, um, they're relatively, they're pretty quick shoots usually, um, 15 days uh, to shoot the full thing, uh, which is not a lot of time at all. So um, it can kind of happen a little too fast, but it's really fun. It's uh, I do. I do really enjoy it. And especially because then you get to experience different characters and different adventures and different uh, locations, obviously. So both have their perks for sure. I see that you also um, were able to do the Canadian rite of passage with Degrassi. Um, first of all, congratulations. Who doesn't love it? I love Degrassi. it. I've never seen an episode. Degrassi. Our friend Alonzo. Oh, lo- everyone that was on Degrassi. Loves Degrassi. It's like American actors have to be on like CSI or right. Law and & Order. And in Canada, it's like Supernatural and Degrassi. Like you were on one yeah. of those at least, if not both. I want that, but now, now I'm interested. How did that come, come to be? Is that, it, it does feel like every Canadian we talk to does do that. Is, does it feel like that as a Canadian actor? Like, okay, it's the grassy yes. time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. I actually didn't feel like a Canadian actor until I got on that show. That's what really solidified it for me. I love it. You, <laughs> you, did, it. you did it. 
Um, let's <laughs> let's kind of slide into the the Hallmark world. We'll get to the one that you're in um, this coming weekend. But what was the first movie that you made for Hallmark Channel? Uh, the first movie I did with Hallmark was called Love Under the Stars, and that was shot in Vancouver, directed by Terry Ingram. Oh wow! Yeah, he did uh, Unexpected Christmas uh-huh. and a few other. He does, he's done a bunch of them. He's he's a big yeah. time Hallmark director. That was back in twenty fifteen. So how did you get in? Like how, like how does that work? How does that, how did you get into the first your first Hallmark gig? Was it just like a call situation? Like we've seen you unprivileged. Come on, come to Vancouver or what? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, my agent called me one day and uh, told me about um, told me about the offer, and I had never done anything like that before. So I was very excited about it. And, um, that was my first time in Victoria and it's stunning. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, it kind of just happened. <laughs> you were in small town Christmas. Yes, with you were. Our, um, good friend, Christopher Blaha. He's, Christopher Blaha was the yeah. first guest we ever had on this show five years ago. Yep. Um, oh, wow. We no just, way. we just, uh, saw him last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. Up. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, oh, I love Chris. And I, I love that movie as well. I, I, I want to know what is it. I know, I know, we know Chris. We know but what Chris is very it, well. He's how, a dear friend. How bad is it working with him? Because it seems like it'd be miserable. <laughs> he's, a, he's always, he's an extrovert to the extra. Like I'm an extrovert, but he's like, we got to go do something all the time. Like he's nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Like how was that? Was that like a way yeah. different experience for you? Um, Chris is great. I thought he was he was amazing. Um, he, I. I don't know. He he did this sort of ode to Jimmy Stewart. Yes. Uh, in the movie that we did together, which question. I thought was yeah. very cool. Trust us, he hasn't stopped talking. The about first it. time that he <laughs> look the the first time that he did the Jimmy Stewart thing. What did did you have to be, did you yell cut? Were you like, oh wait a minute, <laughs> what is happening here? Like, how did you feel as like a professional actor? This guy's going full full James Stewart in the movie. He went like, all the way. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Like uh, the first time he did it, I was, I was definitely surprised. I was like, Oh, so it's, it's that kind of movie. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then in my head, I'm like, I should have made a, I should have made a better choice. I, I need to make a stronger choice. I, think. <laughs> and I was kind of rethinking my own character and how I was going to kind of counter that, um, which was completely uh pointless um (laughs) but i thought it was really fun i thought it was actually really impressive that he could that he could sound so much like him uh and that he thought about i thought it was creative and i thought it was great (laughs) and it was funny seeing how the director uh had to he wanted to have options just in case the network was hated it so we had takes where he would dial it back or let him go all the way and so that was fun to see him kind of turn it on and off and (laughs) do that and it's interesting because that was back in 2018 old regime they weren't really taking change like now chris is doing something weird in every movie he just does whatever he wants now uh but that was like early on as someone who's been you know uh on a a handful of movies throughout the years and also through new uh, regimes and leadership how have you seen hallmark uh evolve as someone who's in the creative process acting um we hear from a lot of actors it's like it's like you're able to like like do different things now, which is a lot of fun. Do you feel that way? And kind of with this upcoming movie, were you able to kind of take some chances that you weren't previously able to take? Um, yeah, this, this upcoming movie, I think we added a little bit more freedom. I, this is the first movie that I've done where it's more, uh, it leans into the adventure side of the story, which I think is new. And, um, I loved, uh, it definitely made things, uh, a bit more interesting. Um, 
but yeah, I guess that's, I think Hallmark has turned over a new leaf in a lot of ways. Um, and with this last one, I did feel a, a tiny bit more, uh, I don't know if I would say freedom or just, uh, I think there was a little bit more like funny moments. Whereas I think before maybe there weren't as many, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've done enough Hallmark movies to be able to answer this question as well, well as someone else could. to be fair, <laughs> you, the movie you were in in 2021 is a movie about a friend group, yeah. which doesn't have that standard arc of yeah. just small town girl going back home and meeting that like so the movies you've done you've got one where Chris is doing a Jimmy Stewart impression you've got one <laughs> with a friend group it's not like you're hitting like the hallmarks of a hallmark you know what I mean like you, the ones you've done have all been relatively interesting in their own right by comparison so I think you've been oh, either fortunate or you've picked really well whichever one you want to go with But and I want to hear about those but before I do you were in a movie called You May Now Kill the bride and i'm and i'm positive that's not on hallmark uh but i i would love to hear more about it i clicked on the poster and it's a woman that looks a little bit like michelle pfeiffer staring into a knife and it just says he loves me he loves me not were you the bride or the uh, one yeah, killing oh, the yeah. new bros oh, in the, the, look, the oh i see it yeah, i yeah, see yeah. wow that's not a bad poster it is a good poster <laughs> new bro clearly is that. like oh i can't believe imdb exists what, you, what would, can you tell me a little bit about that movie um yeah you know that was my first um lifetime thriller and um i had to at one point sit in a tub of lukewarm water and um for hours and uh me and tam and sursuk had to kind of wrestle around (laughs) with it you know it was uh it was exhausting for a lot of reasons um but it uh everyone was that was a part of it was great and had a sense of humor which i think is uh, crucial for something like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it was, it couldn't be more different from the Hallmark world or a Hallmark shoot. Um, it's the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, it, it was wildly uncomfortable to be in this soaking wet wedding dress and like just flopping around <laughs> at two in the morning with your co-stars trying to like, you know, fight and uh, make it look real and there's stunt doubles and then there's not and then you're in and out of this tub and it's just uh, how much of, of the mo- How much of the movie was in the tub? <laughs> like, really? like the whole movie's in the tub. Ending. The whole ending. Wow. The whole thing was like she was trying to drown me and it was uh, very, there were some cool shots. Um, you're in your wedding dress? Yeah. Okay, yeah, hold on. Yeah. I, now, oh I know I could, goodness. could I watch the movie? Yeah, but here we are now. So how do you get from... Does does the person who wants to kill you put you in the dress? Why are you in the yes. dress? She drug you? What happened? So I'm not, I can't exactly, I can't actually remember, but it was on my wedding day. She somehow, she must have drugged me or she bashes me over the head or something. Yeah. Gets me into the tub and uh, starts Why did she want then, you in the tub to drown? Like she wants to drown you? Yeah. Yeah. She wants me to die so that way she can marry her stepbrother. Oh, uh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's not the direction I expected. And I just got in my ear from the producer, Aaron, that you did a Jimmy Stewart impression in that movie as well. And it was a choice. Don't a drown bold, me. A bold, Mary, Mary. It was a bold one. It was a bold choice, Ashley. And that's, that's bold. Sure what Chris got it from. That's right. Yeah. That's bold of Chris yeah. to you, steal it from That's you. what that 
that's the tidbit that Chris always leaves out that you you were the inspiration. I'm getting married. Oh man! Wow! Wow! I I feel like we need to have a if you're ever in town, Ashley, because you come to Greenville, South Carolina, so much. We need to all get together and watch that movie. Is what would be a lot of fun. If I ever watch that movie, that's where I'm going to do it. That's right. You guys in South Carolina. That's right. Uh, that would, hey, don't don't tempt us with a good time. Lots of drinks. That, yeah. Listen, uh, you uh, do you go back and watch your stuff, or are you like I don't want to see it after it's done? Um, I watch it, but usually it's like that, and yeah. um, <clears throat> I'm cringing the whole way. Uh, it's especially painful when I have to watch it with other people because oh, yeah. it's you you know you just don't you never know what's going to happen. And you're also like, damn, is that how I sound? Do I really make that face? Oh my God. I think I need to go back into acting classes and, uh, just rethink every life choice I've ever made. <laughs> so oh, it wow. can definitely okay. be torturous. So yeah. that full snowball effect. Um, I want to yeah. really quickly. So you've done like a, a lot of the, the homework movies you've done. You've been a, a, a bride and a, and a weird killer thing. Um, <laughs> genre wise, is there something that you haven't done that you are like, have an itch to do that's maybe a different, type of character different type of movie um anything like that oh yeah i mean i'm dying to do any kind of like period piece um i would love to get into some like 1800s wardrobe and and do that um i mean nothing's stopping you just on a saturday yeah true that's true (laughs) (laughs) throwing it out there there's no there's no rule book i like the way you think I should just do that. I'll start a trend maybe. Yeah. And just start walking around in corsets and <laughs> <laughs> would you, w- would you do a, would you do a voice? Would you do a little, a little, we're in 18, we're in the 1800s now. Something like that. <laughs> we're in the 1800s now. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Actually don't, I don't know what we would talk about in the 1800s. I should, again, some Jane Austen stuff. I'm sure yeah. Yeah, it would have to yeah. be some sort of like, yeah. So, something or the like great. That. Have you watched the great? I, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of the greats. I know the greats. Al Fanning. Oh, really? Ooh, you got to watch that. Oh, I it's can't believe fantastic. It. It's very mm. funny. It's in my head. I immediately cold, I thought of weirdly enough, the beguiled. Have you seen that movie? The beguiled no. with like, I think it's got Nicole Kidman and Colin Farrell. I think are the, I know those Ooh. two names. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, I think it's, it might be Sophia Coppola. I could be wrong on that. Maybe I'm wrong on that part of it. Anyway, that's what I thought Dude, of. That was so awesome. Yeah, Ooh, I know. It was I good, it's good stuff, isn't it? <laughs> it's really, really cool. good. I'm this is good. It. Yeah, uh, please. <laughs> or I, I didn't actually love the movie, but that's what I thought of. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, shout out to Beguile. That's actually the worst movie I've ever yeah. seen. But what, uh, which, you look at me and think of the worst movie you've seen. That's, that's good. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm up. here. Look, Jimmy Stewart. Uh, here's the. Do you do you have a favorite? Not a, you can't say your current one. You can't be like the Glacier one is the best one of the movies of the week you've done. Like which one are you proudest of or holds a special place in your heart? Oh, that's hard. I mean, every. Every project I've been a part of, I've been super lucky because I've, it's been special for its own reason. Um, I am really proud of the past one that I did for lots of reasons. We were on the mountain. It was a whole thing. Um, but I, I did a movie in Scotland last year that, uh, I loved, I was the first time I'd ever been to Scotland or Europe even. So I was just like wowed by the scenery, uh, and getting to shoot, um, near the, I think it's called the viaduct. It's the bridge from Harry Potter, um, which was amazing to me. Um, so that one was, was great. What's Uh, that one called? Saving Christmas spirit. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let, let's go. Can, you said you were, so for in the Glacier Mountain, Glacier National, National, what's it called? National Park Romance? Um, it's called Love in Glacier National, a National Park Romance. Okay. It's That's a awesome. With a colon the word in national. Yeah. In um, it's, a, it's a mouthful. Yeah, a lot. Um, you said you yeah. were on the, so they filmed this on a mountain, like actually mm-hmm. on it, like. Where at? So we were in Fernie, British Columbia. Okay, so not um, Glacier National Park. <laughs> No, <laughs> uh, but it was incredible. Yeah. I've never seen so much snow in my life. It's actually the first um, movie that there was no fake snow at any point. All the Ooh. snow that you're going to see oh, is real snow. Yeah, um, so it was freezing. It was uh, like minus 20 degrees, I think, Celsius. Um, it, uh, but it was beautiful. Can you do that math real quick? No, I cannot. A lot. Very cold. It's very cold. In Fahrenheit. It. Yeah. It's very cold. Very, very cold. Yeah. Very, very cold. 80-ish. I don't know. 80-ish. I don't know. I'm going to yeah. look it up. Oh, yeah. Cold enough that your mouth starts. There's a couple scenes where we'd start and I could feel it in my face and I'd have probably about three lines before I could feel my mouth starting to freeze and then you oh got to stop gosh. and warm up because you can't really... What do they do with like the equipment? I feel like that could be problematic. That's what I thought too, but they had, they had ways around that. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but, um, they, they had that figured out and our director, Christy was very on top of everything. And sometimes every 15 minutes we'd have to go in everyone, everyone would have to go inside and warm up for a bit before uh, continuing because it was, that cold that's christy will wolf right she's done a lot of these films she's been directing for hallmark for a while um she's done a lot of them so that's cool yet and you had steven hazar up there with you he's he's done a lot of hallmark stuff so you got a (laughs) bunch of like regulars up here making this movie which is a nice way to end january with all real snow nonetheless oh yeah yeah it's exciting when did you film this one (laughs) november november okay Okay. So I every before every season starts, we do a preview episode where we read the synopses of the movies <laughs> yeah, and you know we give the, our like expectation rating. This is gonna be a good one. Yeah. But this this uh, synopsis like was relatively confusing, and I'll explain it uh, in a second. But um, you are an expert in avalanche forecasting, which. Dan, I didn't know it was a we thing. Didn't know it was a thing. I thought avalanches were like, uh-oh, oh, no. it's coming. Here comes an that's avalanche. When you, that's, that's when you what know. we thought. So really quick, if you I could give me a quick, a quick, I'm sure you did tons of research on this, uh, a quick rundown on what avalanche forecasting. Ashley looked like she hated you in that moment. She was like, Bran, I'm, 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 this is, I can't believe you did this. What is, do you have any more info than we do on what an avalanche predictor is it, does? Is it this? Do you put your finger in the air? Could be, could be. An avalanche today. This is why you have to watch the movie because it's going to be very educational. Oh, good. Um, Nicely done. I did learn a little bit. I think my character um, has come up with an algorithm or this piece of technology that can collect enough information to then assess avalanche risk and be able to predict when one might happen a little more accurately than, say, Steven's right. character, um, who likes to just go based off of intuition. Feeling. So this is like Twister. <laughs> 
You know, in Twister, when like oh, Helen yeah. Hunt and Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt just wants to go storm chasing and Bill Paxton's like, we got this invention thing. Like, it's like that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't heard of, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Twister, but for Hallmark well, and that glaciers. If that doesn't wake you up uh, next week, I don't know what else. Um, but the synopsis <laughs> ends with this sentence. Their dual approach bring more than forecasting to the forefront of their heart. <laughs> And I'm still not entirely sure, but it sounds like you guys might. Okay. Do you? Okay. Their dual so approach their brings. Du- bring, I think if it had said brings, yeah, that would have made They left sense. out the yes, but brings more than forecasting <laughs> to the forefront of their hearts. So we, you're not on trial here, Ashley. We know you didn't write this. Like we know okay, that. Good, okay, okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good, 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 good. But it sounds like you guys, this is, this is, so it sounds like you guys may be buttheads a little bit, but then, but then. Sounds like you may be buttheads. Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go from the top there, Chief? Whatever, keep what, it? Okay. whatever, whatever. Oh. Um, do we get to see an avalanche in this movie? Yes. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. Man. I got to see an avalanche. That was wild. You that did? Really? Did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they set them off. That's kind of how they keep it all under so control. Is, we're, I'm sorry to interrupt you. This isn't a green off. screen. You're watching a live avalanche happen? Yeah, yeah. Man. It was wild. Yeah. So where we were shooting in Fernie, um, the resort we were at, it's all, it's known for avalanches. And if that resort hadn't already been built, there's no way they'd ever be able to build it now just because of the avalanche risk alone, which is terrifying. Yeah. I really want to go <laughs> um, stay there now. Manage, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although it is beautiful and I would highly recommend it cause it's absolutely stunning. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, one of the ways that they control the avalanches is by uh, shooting off these like little avalanche bombs. And the first time I heard one, it actually scared me and it happened in the middle of a scene. It was, I, I thought it was a legitimate bomb. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know what it was. They didn't give you all a heads up. We're good. It's, it's, it's bombing yeah. time. <laughs> avalanche <laughs> bombs sounds like a, we, we, we were so busy wondering if we could to never stop to ask if we should. Like yeah. what, what is the science that we need an avalanche? We got to get it before I, you, if you, you can, you get, you got to get it before you can, before it gets us. Is yeah, it one of those yeah. things? Like we got to set it oh, off man. so we control yeah, so they it. Can, yeah, exactly. So they, before it gets too big and they know it's going to, ha- when it's going to happen. Um, there was an avalanche safety course that happened on the Saturday before we were about to shoot. Um, that Steven went to, I couldn't go cause I had a hair and makeup test. So <laughs> couldn't do it. He did couldn't, harvest homework. <laughs> had to scratch it from the calendar. Couldn't make the avalanche safety meeting. There's I, nothing you can I, do. You know I, what? I, 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 can I just really, I do feel teach. like that should be required when there's avalanches going on, but you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta Listen, do. I had to learn my lines. Okay. That's exactly that's right. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm. No, he learned, we got to learn a lot because the, one of the guys in the movie actually is an avalanche, um, safety expert. He like basically runs the mountain, Robin Ziggers. Um, and he plays my coworker Bryce at the beginning of the film. And uh, he was able to let us in on all the secrets and, and educate us on uh, just the safety of it and, and avalanches and all that. So that, w- that was pretty fascinating. Wow. This um, is exciting. Yeah. To, like th- this is legitimately exciting for a movie where we like we just came off of three wedding veil movies which look I'm not here I'm just saying three movies about wedding veil like th- this movie with no green screens real snow mm-hmm. 
a, a, an avalanche twister is how I'm billing this movie. I don't know if it's going like to live up to that, but that's what it sounds like, Ashley. Yeah, is, we just set the bar. Is there, is there a flying <laughs> no cow in this movie? <laughs> is, there, or is the avalanche going to be going down and you see a cow? <laughs> no, but there is a dog that rides a ski lift. Yeah, there is. See, I look at this. Stop so. selling. They one-up twister there, too. You hear that yeah. twister? You, you got, got nothing. Twister? You got nothing. Yeah, yeah. You got and that was like a 20 minute ski lift. And that German Shepherd, he wasn't strapped in or anything. He just laid down. He just sat there and then laid down and was completely chill the whole time. I think he yawned wow. in the middle of the scene, wow. which was also That's encouraging. Crazy. Sounds like the yeah. dog might have missed a safety training day as well. <laughs> yeah. He had a hair and makeup test. <laughs> nothing he, yeah. he could do. He couldn't yeah. be bothered. Rapid fire yeah. time. Ra- rapid fire time. I like that. We're each going to ask you three questions similar to what we have been doing, but different in that they can be about anything. That's right. If you oh. can believe it, the last 30 minutes has been structured. It's been very, a lot of show In prep, Ashley. We have a big <laughs> script that we use. Um, you want me to you go, go first? first, Dana? Your favorite meal in Los Angeles. What is it? Oh, my favorite meal in Los Angeles. Ooh, um, you can't go wrong with sushi at Aroha in Studio City. I love, I love sushi at Aroha. That's oh, what I would okay. probably say my favorite is. We went out to Katsuya. With Chris Palaha. We ate at Sushi Katsuya with Chris Palaha, but Aroha is now on the and list. And he just kept talking in that dumb dumb voice. <laughs> you gotta hot dry the sushi bread. Um, what's a, a, a guilty guilty pleasure TV show that you uh, like to watch? Ooh, um, Love Island UK. Love it. Oh, wow. UK, it's better. It's with, better. The, with the accents? Are you kidding me? Okay. Um, it's hilarious. <laughs> dr- a dream director to work for on a film or dream actor pairing for you? Uh, dream director would be Baz Luhrmann okay. um, or Taika Waititi. Oh, um, yeah. And, and then dream actor to work with, uh, Meryl Streep, Nicole Ooh, Kidman. Yeah. Would be massive, or Phoebe Waller Bridge, and also Phoebe Waller Bridge. She's great. Have you seen yeah. Hunt for the Wilder People? Uh, Taika yes. Ortiz. Oh my goodness, I love that movie Ricky so much. Baker, oh Ricky Baker, God. Sam Neill, such a gangster. Taika with the in the scene where he's the pastor and he talks about like Fanta <laughs> and Coke Zero, and there's another door. Yeah. It's like another I literally, door. my wife and I will put that that three minute scene on and just cry laughing. It's the best. It's- it's brilliant. Oh, that whole so movie. Genius. I love that movie. So great. I love it. Absolutely. It's another door. Um, it's another door. So <laughs> you, you, you mentioned that you uh, don't skate. Uh, you know, I skate. Yes, ice skating skate. is not what... You, oh, here she's like, I'm already terrified. No, I was going to say. Here we go. I need to message Chris about this. Do, Had I known what I was walking into, maybe I wouldn't have signed up. Do, <laughs> is there, do you have a, uh, a favorite winter sport? Um, I do now. So I cross country skiing was, I hadn't done that since like eighth grade up until shooting this last movie where I had to do it again. And, um, that reminded me of how, how fun it is. And it's an amazing workout. I was pouring sweat. Um, but you're having so much fun. You kind of forget that you're working out, which is the best kind of workout in my opinion. Um, so I'd love to do more of that and, and skiing in general would be, would be great to do more of too. I forgot about that one. Yeah. I went skiing once. <laughs> What'd you think of it? Well, it's the reason why it's only been once. There it is. It <laughs> we, we live, Ashley, we're, we're from South Carolina. Skiing is like, 
Like I don't like we don't even know how to spell it. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, like we just like it just give us a break. Um, is there any you like the upright ski? Yeah, that's right. Is there any water ski? Yeah, let's do that. Um, oh yeah. Is there anything in Canada that you just miss that's hard to find readily available? in in la like something like a tim hortons or something like that that you're like man i wish that i could find this in la that i just can't find oh yeah uh seasons especially uh (laughs) rain (laughs) the rain in canada oh my goodness (laughs) at first i was like i've never i don't know what it is at first i was like i've never heard of i've never heard of this season what do they serve what do they do Thought it was a restaurant. I it's thought not. you were going to say like a certain type of seasoning. I'm like, there's seasoning that's only in Canada. <laughs> yes, we got to go no, up. The there. weather is the same every day, yeah. and it's like you lose what track of the like you lose track of what time of the year yeah. it is because there's no fall, and I love fall. Yeah, um, and I that's definitely what I miss the most. That is not available in Los Angeles. People dress like it is, and then you just sweat your ass off. Can I <laughs> you're sweat? fine, you're uh, fine. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, so you just start sweating profusely, and uh, you're, but you're trying to, you know, make this fall look happen with your sweaters and <laughs> the layers, and it's all cozy, but it's not. It's hot, and you're sweating, and you're uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's confusing when the, like, the pumpkin spice latte comes out in July, and you're like, well, I, 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 <laughs> 95 I, degrees. I do want it. <laughs> So I guess I got to just do that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I know about that life. Um, My last one is um, something that you're listening to right now that you're really enjoying. It could be music. It could be a podcast. It could be anything. Ooh. um, So uh, podcasts, uh, I'm listening to Jay Shetty's Life on Purpose or On Purpose. Which one's it called? Either way. Love that. And um a song on repeat is uh, "Runaway to Mars" by Talk. Okay, it's very good. All right, highly recommended if you haven't heard it. I haven't heard about yeah. either of those. Two wow, things. we got things oh. to do. We got research to do. We do. The, we bri- do. Oh, the bride who killed me movie. Yeah, uh, and uh, you've got to watch. Get a clue. <laughs> get a clue. Just student the, number yeah. two. Student number two. Look out for. Her. You've got to look up, well, Bug. So top of the list, though, for me. Um, is absolutely uh, to tune into uh, Deck the Hallmark yeah. and put in at least, you know, a good 100 hours. And then I'm actually going to interview you guys. I wow. Think. Let's cut that right um, there. We got it. We got it. We got it. We get it. Um, no, I will say this, Ashley, and I. you have been just a treat and so wonderful. Um, oh, thank you. Don't listen to the episodes of the movies that you've been in. Um, because I, if they weren't great movies, I may have said some things that I now regret. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Listen to whatever you want, uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, you don't have to, is all I'm saying. Um, oh, I know I don't have to. Yeah, don't. yeah, now it's just going to happen oh, for no. sure. Yeah. I'm coming for you now. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, the next, <laughs> so the next. You brought up that bride. You may now kill the bride. I was like, okay, okay. I see you. <laughs> By all means, we're here yeah. for it. Well, uh, Love and Glacier National, colon, a national park romance, uh, premieres Saturday, January 28th, 8 p.m. Eastern. On the Hallmark Channel. On the Hallmark Channel. exactly right. Uh, Watch that. We're going to be reviewing it next week. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Actually, thank you so much. How can people uh, find you on the internet if they want to, you know, see pictures or something? Uh, I'm on Instagram, (laughs) Ashley Newbro. 
Great. <laughs> That's where you can find me. Awesome. Great. Thank you so, so much, Ashley. You were so wonderful. This has been Thanks great. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. And I know it just was Christmas, but we were legally obligated to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Oh, thank you. And a Merry Christmas to you. Deck too. the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. What? For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash dth. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.